Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Wednesday Night Rundown with your host, Shel Moore, and of course, Nim. And this evening, we are again on our best behavior, um, whatever that means. Uh, y'all know how we do. And because um, we have a guest in the studio with us this evening, we are going to um, be speaking with author, Ebony Hardy. Um, she's got a project coming out soon, and um, she's going to let us know a little bit more about what that project entails, and of course, just her perspective on being an author, and all of the great um, experiences, and, and some of the not-so-great experiences of this journey to being a woman of the pen. Um so um, after we spent some time finding out about her new uh, book and we get to know a little bit more about her to that topic of the show where we get into discussions about relationships. So this discussion is going to talk about um, is it necessary to be in a relationship, romantic and not romantic in the sense that he buys you flowers, but romantic in the sense that it is an intimate or a exclusively involved relationship where the two of you are the only significant others. Um, 
is that mandatory in order for someone to say that they are completely happy? Or can you not ever be exclusive to someone and still be completely happy? So we're going to get into that uh, discussion later. Uh, And, of course, our girl E is here. Hey. Hey, how are you? How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm all right. How your mama doing? Girl, she crazy. I literally just left my mama's house. That thing crazy, honey. That thing is crazy to me, but I love her. Oh, yeah. I know if you can see mama's crazy, you know you got a little touch of that little touch of crazy. You know what you meant. I'm worse. I think I might be worse than her, huh? That's all right. As long long as this is not a denial issue, as long as you know, we good. Mm Mm-mm. That's where I get that mouth from, honey. I get just straight from her. Okay. Well, you know, I can see that, too. I can can see mouth being uh, one of them. Genetically inherited traits. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Somebody had somebody had to show you how to use it right. So I'm with you. right. All right, and so, um, you know, and it's something about having good people in HR tends to trickle down and get everybody right, and everybody performs at the level of expectations. So that being said, Ron is going to be a little bit late this evening, but he informed us prior to his tardiness that he would be late. Now, that's some new shit. Y'all know Ronnie ain't even built like that, but you can always thank HR for making, for changing people. I mean, really. Yes. And shout out to my friends who work HR every day, and they are some blessed spirits. We all in this business just we out here in this world. I'm just, I'm just thankful for you. I'm thankful for you always being willing to to work with him and bring him up to expectation. It's, it's it's been three or four years now, but it worked. It happened. It's a time. You it's did. Time. You did. It's a time. You 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 nurtured that, and I'm I'm proud of you. That's commitment right there. And that's patience, like Joe, honey. That's the better. <laughs> I Joe. Okay. I'm going with that. I'm going with Joe's patience because that's important too. All right. So we are going to um, keep our author in the wings much longer. So we're going to go ahead and get this whole shindig on the road here. And now we're going to go ahead and bring our author on. So, um, Without any further ado, we are going to usher in author Ebony Hardy. And we're so happy that you joined us. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. How are you tonight? We are good. No complaints on our end. How about you? I'm fantastic. That's good. It's good to have you here. Uh, I, you know, we've been Facebook friends for a little while, and so I'll be checking you out over there doing your thing. So, um, 
I'm 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 glad to actually get to sit and and chat with you a little bit, and definitely want to give you a, a platform for you to go ahead and talk about this new release you have coming up, and then um, everything else that is author related that comes from that. <laughs> well, I definitely appreciate it. So my project um, is uh, titled "I Used to Cry: The Essence of Essence," and um, it is due to be released on June 4th. So um, the type of uh, story that I've created is actually based on true events and is more along the lines of an emotional um, urban type of situation. Um, so it's a coming-of-age tale that uh, chronicles the life of the main character, and her name is Essence. And, you know, Pretty much from the beginning, Essence kind of realizes that her life is kind of different when she compares it to everybody around her, um, and she really doesn't know how to deal with that. So, you know, as she approaches her teen years, a lot of different things start to happen. It seems like there's always um, a lot of bad stuff (laughs) going on in her life. Um, you know, just, you know, family stuff, family secrets emerging, a lot of unfortunate events, and, you know, then she finds herself struggling to, um, you know, deal with some major issues, and, you know, hopefully homegirl can get it together. Okay, okay. So, now, our um, literary buff here is Image. Image is um, a reviewer. She loves okay. literature, so she's definitely probably going to stop in here and, and, and ask some questions about it and um, give you some. She's probably over there googling or something right now, trying to figure out, you know, <laughs> where can she find this book already. But um, so when you when you did this, when you created or this idea came to you? How, where, where did you say, hey, write this this book about this journey? Why did you do that? Um, I'm going to be really, really honest and say that uh, this book is loosely based, and I'm saying loosely, um, you know, based on my life. And so um, a lot of it is very unexpected. A lot of it is um, you know, addressing some of the issues that our culture likes to pretend um, don't exist. So, you know, this book has a different type of feel, and I'm really, 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 really excited to, um, you know, find out what people think um, about it and how people are going to react to it, because it's definitely, I like to call it emotional fiction. Tell us, tell us your definition of that word. What does emotional fiction mean to you? What make us, make um, well, us know that? Well, for me, as the author, um, the you know I will prefer when people you know tell me what they thought of the book. Um, you know, my main thing is, is I want to make you feel. And you know, I've had so many people who have read excerpts from the book, and they're like, "Oh my God!" Like. Um, you know, that was just so sad and it, it has so much description and so it's really, really powerful, um, you know, emotionally, just about um all of the scenes invoke some type of emotion. 
So um, I think that's what I mean when we say emotional fiction. Okay. So so we are on a roller, an emotional roller coaster as we are um, experiencing Essence journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. And is this something that you've done before? Have you, are you this, generally, are you this type of writer? Or is this something that you just decided, you know what, I want to try my hand at this. And, um, you know, just this is where I am right now emotionally myself or as a writer. Is this something new for you? You know, I think um, publishing is actually new for me. This is my first project. Um, oh. And <laughs> this is my first project. Um, so yeah, I have a lot different. of. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of different mm-hmm. pieces. I do a lot of poetry. Um, you know, everything which is pretty much based on some type of emotion. I'm one of those people who uh, writing is an outlet for um, emotions. So um, definitely um, this this whole experience is new for me. And it's, it's like the whole world of, you know, being an author and the different people that you meet along the way. It's it's insane, but you know I'm loving every moment of it. Well, that's good. The fact that you ended that with "I'm loving every moment of it," that that's that says a lot. Um, so this is our first project, so so profound, and that's good. And the fact that your confidence as a writer is so uh, that you can coin your own you know niche of of writing, and this is the type of you know, project I'm doing. That that says a lot. That says a lot about you owning this project. Um, so talk to us a little bit about um, where you see this project. Are you, is this going to be a standalone? Do you see this being some type of a series? Um, initially, it I would have liked for it to be a standalone, um, but it's not. So there will be a part two, um, and I think that's going to be it for Essence. So um, definitely going to be um, a couple in the series. So okay, I think it's going to be pretty dope. Okay. Um, and so do you pull um, from your just your own personal experiences or are your um, – are there people that are in your life that are going to be like, hey, wait, that was about me. Oh, wait, that was about me, you know. Or is everything just strictly kind of from your own personal? Um, well, there are other parties from my life involved. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, so I'm just wondering, are you maybe ready for those features? You got those features um, ready where you're going to be like, well, it's fiction. It wasn't all about you. That wasn't really oh. you. Of course. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and you know, it's something that I really thought long and hard about. And, you know, at some point, um, for me, I think the project was important because it was just really time for me, um, you know, to kind of live my truth and, and get over some things, some, you know, emotional baggage and stuff that I had been dealing with for a long time. So, um you know, it is what it is. Okay. But and it's so fiction. This is kind of 
this is a fictional piece, but it's kind of therapeutic there too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and that's what that's the difference in a writer and an author. You know, you use it. Your your every fiber is in that piece of work, and then if it happens to become published, then that makes you that author. But you are a writer because all your fiber, everything about you, is in your piece. So, hello. We have a couple of people hanging out with us on Facebook online, and so we're. Happy to see you guys, showing us a little love, coming in, dipping in and dipping out. That's cool. We got you. We ain't going to hold you up all night, but we glad to see you there. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it's a, quite a journey. Have you any, had any uh, moments as, as a, a writer with your first project where you're like, maybe this isn't what I wanted to do? Um, Yeah, I had a, a breakdown. I did. I did. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, I realized kind of like after, I'm like, okay, you know what, this is to be expected. Um, So, you know, I kind of got through it. So, but definitely, I've had that moment a time or two. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just got to come out on the other side with your pen still in your hand. That's that's the challenge. Definitely. do you foresee any other uh, pieces right now? Any, you know, aside from Essence's journey, do you see anything else um, that you like? You know, you know. Sometimes when you're doing that first project and you see how it came to exist, you get to the point where you're like, shoot, I can write this book and that book. I mean, have you already started to view other things or other opportunities to write? Just you know, maybe in your present or your future. You know, you're taking some things from your past, but do you see any other pieces? Um, I have. Actually, I thought about I have so much um, poetry. And so I have mm-hmm. considered, you know, possibly um, sometime in the near future doing a poetry book, a book of poetry, you know, just for different um, life situations. So I've given that some thought. Okay. But, right, you know, so, writing stories, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is that I don't know that I don't want to keep doing this or what is that um, I, don't know? I don't You know what? I think writing is something that's kind of like ingrained in my DNA. Um, mm-hmm. But I just, I really, honestly, I don't know. I've had a couple people approach me about, um, you know, collaborating on projects and stuff like that. So I may uh-huh. give that some thought, but just the thought of putting together another piece of work is a little overwhelming to me, you know. I understand. Um, it, it, I understand. Um, as, as a writer myself, I get, my thing is I get in the middle of a piece and I'm like, ooh, how much I got to go? It's like getting down the big hill and then looking up and saying, I got to go up there, you know, I, I can get it going. And I, I might be, you know, 15,000 in, you know, I'm trying to get 30. I'm trying to get 60. I'm like, I don't know. I'm out of breath. And so I understand it can be overwhelming from any point of your piece. It can be from the beginning, the middle. You can get to the, the very end and try to wrap it up. And it's like, man, I got it. 30,000 more, you know, so I get it. Absolutely. I definitely get it. 
So what would you say to someone who is embarking on that decision? Do I want to write this story? Because, you know, when you start, especially when you start writing, when you start telling somebody about your uh, project that is based on your past and you got so much stories and you've had so many life experiences, it's so funny. You hear people always saying, oh, man, I could write a book on my life. And then you don't see their books anywhere. It's like, what happened? You so gone home, I just write a book. So what would, you know, as you get to start sharing more about your project and you start running those people that are like, oh, I could write a book about me. Then I do my whole book. Sites do you have for those people who are um, thinking that, you know, yeah, I'm going to write my own book too. What would you say to them? You know, I always encourage people to go for it. I tell them go for it, but I, you know, and I also explain to them that it's it's a very very exciting um, adventure, mm-hmm. but it's you know it's challenging. So, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I think being a first time writer, you really have to come to the realization that this is what you do if you're really serious about it, and you know, you it's like a job. That's your job. If that's what you're going to do, you really have to put the time in. So I don't think a lot of people really understand that aspect of it and how time-consuming um, it can really be. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I know that is something. <laughs> I know that that is something really important. You know, um, I'm glad you even mentioned that, that it's, it's, not, it's not something that you just up and write, like, you know, a 400-page novel. I'm just, boom, I'm done. That's that's not how it comes out, especially if it's quality writing. It's going to take you a little time and some effort. And time not in, always going to take me years, but time as in you got to be dedicated and focused into what you're doing. So that's what I mean when I say time, um, where you can kind of quiet all the other noise and be able to focus for some, some time um, managing your thought all the way through. Don't lose anything. Um, and so sometimes people don't realize, like, that's not just, you, just, you can't just start talking and that's a book. That's not kind of how that works. <laughs> right. Um, I definitely agree that that is some good advice right there. Uh, what do you see happening with your project? Like, a, a lot of people have dreams of, you know, this is the first thing, but I'm going to go here with that. What What do you see going with um, Essence? Um. You know, I see Essence um, being a, um, I think that Essence is going to be able to help a lot of young ladies um, who may have dealt with a lot of the situations that she's dealt with. Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, that I think that is really my main um, objective for her. I just I really want her to um to be able to help cuz I think that is is she is um very relatable. Um but she she deals with a lot of issues that um you know are kind of swept under the rug and you know it's it's just really time to bring the light to some of this stuff and um you know give these young ladies a voice, give these young ladies some um some hope. And some young men as well, you know, not just for the ladies. So, but I mean, that's that's really what I want 
that's important. I'm glad. I'm glad that um, that's a focus. So, essence is a is a is an opportunity for mentoring, kind of maybe distance mentoring. Like read this book. I can't be in your at your house with you, but you can read this book and get something out of it. So that's good. That's good. Um, I, I think a lot more of those types of texts need to exist. Um, so there's a shift, you know, in, in the experiences that our young ladies have. And I think we need to stay relevant. You know, you said she was relatable. And so, <laughs> so you got to definitely stay, stay relevant because even though our messages from 20 years ago are very fitting, if you don't package it, so that they understand that it is still something that is important right now, they're going to miss it. So you got to package it so that they think they're getting something brand new. And you in the back laughing going, girl, that's so old, but it's okay. You think it's new. Go ahead and love it. <laughs> so, so that they can go ahead and love it like, like you're doing. So we, those people that see it happening and know how important it is, we thank you for, for thinking about those young ladies who, who need that type of a, a text to, to relate to. That's, that's definitely some more positive um I I I want to say armor because we gotta protect them, but it's definitely the they need coming from somewhere. So we're feeding them something of quality. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, what you do as an author. Like when you're when you're getting ready to when you're getting ready to do this piece, when you've experienced the writing, uh, what are some of your processes that are unique to you or that you feel like help? get you through that, I don't know, theme. I, I always always look at my material as a theme. But what gets you through that uh, writing to get to that being able to type D in? What are some of the things that you do? Being able to do what? I'm sorry, say that again. When you're trying just to get through your um, piece, when you're trying to just write through to the end, what are some of your um, go-to things, what what helps you as a writer to continue to write your pieces? Do you have any kind of weird things that you do or things that bring you comfort when you're writing to help keep you motivated? What are some things that you as an author, what are some things that you do? You know, honestly, the only, there's maybe like three things that I need. <laughs> um, and it, it the first is uh, music. I definitely have to have, um, you know, my favorite Pandora station going in the background, whether it's, you know, headphones or what have you. Um, I chew gum. think that um, I don't know exactly what it does for me, but it's very necessary that I have gum <laughs> when I write. Um, okay. And I'm not talking about, just, you know, regular chewing, polite, no. I'm like, all over the place, chewing his gum. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, my husband is irritated. My kids are irritated because I'm going really, really hard on this gum. Um, well, they you know, but themselves from your writing space. <laughs> man, it is like so serious. So um, just you know, I chew gum and I listen to music and. Um, you know, I kind of do my thing. I get in the zone and I do my thing. You know, sometimes I have to remove myself from the family. So, um, you know, luckily for me, I do have places where I can go. I'm in my office right now. I was, you know, getting some writing done. So that's just what I had to do. But 
Music and gum. Music Maybe and gum. Okay. A little separation, but music and gum. That's it. Or that see, that's something that's you know unique to you. Um, when you start having those book club meetings, you can say, hey, if y'all can tell me two things that a must have, I'll give you something free. They like free stuff in book club <laughs> meetings here. <laughs> but definitely um, something that, you know, it's just I think that just adds character to us as, as authors. I think a lot of times people like to think of us as just the same. You know, y'all write books, that's what y'all do. But we're still individuals, and we, we have our own little quirks and things that, that make us uniquely us and stuff. Um, I always like to have, you know, something to share with the audience listening. Hey, Renee Wallace. She says, hey, everybody, Renee Wallace. Just checking us out on the Facebook Live. I'm loving that. Hi, girl. Um, I love her. She's so sweet. She's the sweetest person that I have, like, met only one time, but I love her anyway. Um, so, hey, girl. <laughs> um, and, I mean, it's so it's so funny how Facebook makes us, friends, you know, and then some of us, our personalities would just click, and we are friendly, like really friendly, and when you finally meet those authors in person, you're like, hey, you're pretty cool, you know, I thought you were cool, but you really are cool. Some people you're going to meet, you'll be like, oh, you only cool behind a screen, um, like <laughs> but you can't tell them that, don't tell them that, but that's how you're going to feel, um, but she's one of those people that she's cool in person, I like her. Um. So we were doing really well. Ebony, I know you have a, a few more minutes that are dedicated to you, but um, as I mentioned before, Ron was late to work, and um, so he's here <laughs> now, and I'm going to open his mic. I This is the part where I don't necessarily condone everything that comes out of his mouth, Tom. You got to put a little disclaimer on Ryan. I do, girl. You don't know. You don't know. He's a man when ain't nobody business. So, okay. I'm just saying, this could be good. This could not be so good. I don't know. I don't know what kind of day he's having. Ron is at work now. Um, Hello, Ron. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I woke up this morning. How are you? Oh, he's in a good place. I'm good. We're so <laughs> glad to have you at work. We're glad you came in, even though you were a little bit tired. But, but called in first and well before the show started. So we're good with that. I'm loving the change. I'm loving the change. All right, listen, I'm, I'm I'm just trying to be the best me I could be. Oh, <laughs> damn it. This is recorded, too. I'm going to be able to play this back. I'm going to play this back. This is going to become a sound effect. I'm going to have a button to push. The best me I can try to be. That's that's you, Ron. I'm going to play that. You can't never say you didn't say that. Hello, Ebony. How are you doing this evening? Hey, Ron. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I, it, it's um. I'm sitting here listening to y'all talking, and I'm saying to myself, this is what not that my two co-hosts aren't, or my or the host and the other co-hosts aren't, but this is what a real author sounds like. I like to hear this. Oh well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and what pray tell was it that you were just so impressed with that nobody on earth has ever done? I'm just curious. Not that I'm hating or anything, but I'm just curious. Personally, that last question about the gum and the um and the music, I was um. <laughs> I'm saying to myself, like, that's, 
that's a very rhythmic thing right there. So I can see how you getting into your into your rhythm of writing, and I'm sure if you pay attention to it, that you're probably not just chewing or willy nilly. You chewing to a to a rhythm. You know what I'm saying? You listening to <laughs> to, really to, to a rhythm. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I'm almost sure you are, uh, unless you like Mrs. Ed or something like that. You know, and you, you knowing that dumb. But I mean, it's very rhythmic. So I so I get it. I, I really do. And oh, right at this point, you. Ebony, we just kind of nod and smile. We don't even <laughs> nod and smile. Uh, yeah. Because if you say no, or he's going to argue with you. Just, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, nod and smile. Keep it I'm not going <laughs> to argue with anyone. But I do have a question. Okay. Let, let, let me ask you. Um, When you get, though, and maybe you, you touched on this earlier when I wasn't around, but when you get to that point where you had a wall, or, or or you get a block. How how do you get through that? Um, well, typically I've I've been at a block um, a few times, and for the most part, I think that for me, um, it was just essential that I kind of like walked away from the project. And I think maybe I, my brain was just overloaded with the different directions, or you know whatever I could have taken, you know, with the project. So once I had you know stepped away from it, took a break, took some time and came back, it was almost as if I had a new perspective. So, you know, my way of dealing with it is just to, you know, walk away. I know when to throw my hands up, especially if, you know, I don't feel like my my process is right or, you know, I'm not flowing like how I normally would. I just, I leave it alone. I've had to do that several times. I like that answer. Is that answer sufficient, Ron? You see, what she's doing right now is she's trying to bait me. But I'm not going to fall for it. I'm not going <laughs> to fall for it at all. I'm, I'm just going to let it go right past, and we're going to proceed. Do you have any other questions, Ron? Well, I mean, I, I, sure. W- what about, like, inspiration? I mean, is it is it is it something that a question you have? Is it life experiences? Is it things that you see? Is it somebody else's book? What what inspires you? Um, my I think that my inspiration overall is just the the outcome. I because you know for me it's essential that um, young people know that everything that they're going through um, eventually you know, there will be a light at the end of the tunnel, and and that's definitely possible, and there is a way. Um, you know, for them to deal with um, certain things. And, you know, just for them to know that they're not alone. So I think that, for the most part, that's my inspiration. It's funny you said that, and I was thinking about the dude Aaron Hernandez that that, that, that committed suicide today, and I was like, sometimes the light at the end of that tunnel is a train coming to hit you right in your face. But um, pardon me for going off on a tangent. Oh, I don't even know if I was supposed to laugh. That's so that's so crazy. What? I just don't even know like what to say, Ron. You got me. And you know what's crazy is that I listened to this show, so I should have known that it was coming at some point. I should have known. I really should have. You know exactly what I'm talking about. 
Oh, he's he's like, he's not like crazy now. He's, oh. he's, he's a play crazy moment. <clears throat> I feel really bad that I laughed. Wow, Ron. Mm. I mean, sometimes things like that happen. I mean, we have to let the children know also that some of our actions lead to destruction, so don't go down that path. So you know what? If you want to shoot people in the face and you want to kill people, then what happens is you do life in jail and you can't take it. So don't do that. So, I mean, that's like one of those. No, I do agree with that. Ain't that crazy? I kind of agree with you. I do. There, You know, we do have to inform our children that there is, you know. And I can see Ron with that whole whole little thing that he just said, that whole little thing right there in front of an auditorium full of young men saying that to them. Yes. It's funny because I did a, um, a career day. Uh, a, a while ago, and the teacher was looking at me like, "Did you really just say this? Did you really?" But it was so real to the children. You, you gotta let them know. You can't. Sometimes sugarcoating is good. You know, when you used to get that medicine back in the day, your grandmother put a little honey in it, but you gotta sugarcoat it to let it go down. So sometimes sugarcoating <laughs> is good, but sometimes you gotta give it to them raw and direct. So it all depends on the situation, and that's one of them raw and direct situations. I, you yes, know what? No, I agree. never invite really? Ron to just openly and freely speak at anything with children. We must preview his speech. We must mm-hmm. preview his speech. Mm-hmm. I ain't writing nothing down. There wasn't no preview. It was off the head. That's one of them moments where you have to be like, you know what? Before you can come talk to us, you need <laughs> to submit <laughs> what you're going to talk about point by point. Exactly. That's that's all I'm saying. Can we get the clip no version, please? Poor Ron. You know, sometimes I feel kind of bad for Ron. Thank you. I do. I do sometimes. Just a little bit, though. I've never met anyone. I've never. I've never. You're the first. You know what? You're amazing. You're the first. No one ever feels any sympathy for him because of things like light at the end of the tunnel being a train, that no one, <laughs> it's like just when you are almost, and then no, just stop. It's, it's, it's like that every time. Ron, you should like her because she actually has some compassion for you. And we usually talk. That's because she is a smart woman, and smart women usually agree with me. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> Any other questions, Ron, that you might have? I don't know. I even So I, I mean, you have other projects on the table. Anything you stepped away from that you plan on stepping back up to? Um, I did have to take a brief hiatus from uh, my radio show. I do have a radio show that airs on Tuesday nights. Um, so that's back, and you know, it's in in full effect. Um, I actually stepped away from my job <laughs> to finish this project. Ooh. Um, you know, so I, you know, I was fortunate enough to be able to do so. So I'm looking forward to going back to work. Um, you know, but um, that's that's about it. I did. I I took a break from work to get this thing finished up, and so looking forward to. I don't want to be at home with my kids and my husband no more. I just I'm over. That is the worst thing. Wow. And you talk about me. Wow. I don't. I'm over it. 
she said I'm over it. I am. I over am. It. And you know what? I think that they know that I'm over it. It's just like, oh no, I can't do it. This is mm. so unsexy. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. Well, I mean, you look how long you made it though. Yeah, but I'm I'm long overdue. And, and do you have young children? Are they teenagers? Well, they range. You know, my oldest is 16 and my youngest is 5, so it's like, you know, a zoo. And then there's two more in between, so, mm. yeah, right. So, yeah, yeah. Well, Ron, you kind of understand. Ron's got a different kind of spread. He's got an amazing spread. How, Ron, what's your spread? <laughs> I don't know how to take that question, <laughs> but the age difference in my children is, is, is somewhat stand out. Um, put, put it like this. Um, I got no, no, some no, no, no. that have... Like no, 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 don't put it like this. The oldest is, say that number. 25. And the youngest is? A month and some change. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that thing does something to me every time oh. I hear that thing do something. Oh my gosh! Actually, almost one month to be exact. Oh. Well, congrats. Thank you very kindly. I appreciate you. You are very welcome. I just like when people laugh at it, and we don't know why we're laughing, but it's funny. <laughs> yeah, and that shit's funny. Girls. I don't care. I don't care who he is. That shit is funny. <laughs> I'm glad you can laugh at my pain. Yes. Yes, so much. So much. It's so just the whole starting over thing. The whole, all the way over. He didn't even borrow like somebody else's five-year-old. He got a whole, let's start day one. Let's build this thing from the bottom. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, now I'm going to go cry my, my, my pain away. I don't have no more questions. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Imaj, I'm going to go ahead and extend that to you as as a reader, as a reviewer, as a you are a book carnivore, or you attack. So, as a reader, is there anything you would want to know um, from a, from a new author or Anything you would want to know that I didn't ask about her uh, her new project? Is there anything you would want to know that I missed? No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, because I was like, wait a minute, this book is not out yet. I can't read it yet. So, so I'm gonna. I'm, <laughs> I told I'm, you people go over and Google it. <laughs> well, I'll be ready when it's out, and then you'll probably get a quiet message from me. Disgusting it and be like, look, mm-hmm. is there going to be a part two to this? Or I have questions about this character. Like, I'm that person. So, and that is so, I'm totally okay with that. I'm going to shoot you a um, um, a little sneak peek. Oh, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And, girl, and I'm getting ready to go on vacation, too. Oh, yeah, I can read that while I'm sitting there on that boat, huh? Definitely. So enjoy your vacation. You said boat. That sounds really yeah. nice. Yes, I'm ready. I need a vacation from the world. 
fucking wrong. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, I was just about to say hello to you because I didn't, and now you need a vacation from me. That's, that's, oh, my Lord. <laughs> I'm just joking, Ron. It's okay. You're my, but you are my vacation buddy So because we're trying to figure out life. So we're with each other. We understand. All right, so, let's get a different perspective on this. So let me ask you a question of me. I know okay. what y'all could do. Y'all could go together, and then y'all could FaceTime me in. No, 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 no. We're trying to get all of us to go on a vacation, maybe a listener to something like that, and and, 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 and just, like, go on a little excursion, a wind-down family, and somebody doesn't want to go. What do you think about that? Are you asking me? Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Oh, I think that it's insane to not want to take a vacation. Thank you. Hey, hey, Thank hey, you. wait, hey, wait, hey, wait, Ebony, hey. That's, that's not the right answer. That's the wrong answer. Oh, I'm sorry. Please go. Say something a little bit more my team, less their team. Hashtag more. Oh, you should probably go. <laughs> Thank you, Hashtag Ebony. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hashtag vacation. How about that? Well, things just went downhill. This was a good oh. show, and then then they started with this mess here. Mm. Moving on. Let's let's get back to things. All things related to the show, because when this is not the vacation show. Y'all know that, right? Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. So All right. would you please, um, Ebony, would you please share with our listeners and the people that watch our um, live later, you know, people watch us later. I don't know. They don't watch us while we're here, but they watch us later. So would you please share um, the places that they can find you, you know, website, Facebook, whatever, and then also pre-order information. Um, absolutely. So they can pre-order my book. It's on Amazon. Um, they can also get it from my website and, you know, also check out some um, of my work there. It is www.iamebrights.com, and Ebrights is E-B-W-R-I-T-E-S. Um, and, you know, as far as any social media, I'm Ebony Hardy on Facebook and Ebrights for pretty much everything else. So Instagram is Ebrights and um, Twitter is Ebrights with an underscore afterwards because somebody stole my name. I'm sorry. The so there's two of us. There's two Ebrights. famous. You know, as you get closer to your fame, your your big celebrity status, they're gonna be filling your name all the place, all over the place. <laughs> I hope so. so. I can't wait. Just just get ready. Just get ready. <laughs> okay, so what we're I gonna do? I enjoyed you guys tonight. Yes, we had a, we had a great time. Great conversation. You came through that door ready for business. I heard it in your voice. I'm like, oh, she's ready. Ain't no nerves up in here. She needs to lay. She about to lay down and tell us, hey, this is what I got going on. This is who I am. Y'all better learn. We got it. I heard it. <laughs> you ready? 
So this is what we do that second part of the show, and you are more than welcome to go call it a night and, 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 and get on out of here. That's all. We'll make sure that we say to go ahead and drop all your information. Or you can hang around and um, join this. Um, but know that we're about to jump into this topic for the night. So I think I'm going to stick around um, and listen from the web because um, this is a this is a pretty interesting topic, and I definitely can't wait to hear it. And I really can't wait to hear Ron's perspective. Oh, people actually listen for Ron's perspective. It's crazy. Okay, okay, we can. I mean, yes. Thank you. Hang out <laughs> on the web with us and be prepared because he wasn't late for nothing. He came in here because he had something <laughs> to say. That brother ready, I know it. <laughs> I'm going to be listening. <laughs> okay, well, we will be waving at you from the web. Thank you for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you so we much for being with us. We appreciate you too, Ebony. Have a good night. All right now. All right, you too. All right, so, so this evening we are uh, moving into discussion mode. We chose to um, talk a little bit about relationships and how necessary are they. So the question that, because um, I pulled these questions on my Facebook, and I got a whole lot of feedback, and some of the feedback made me sad. And then I started to realize that, I think the wording is what some people were thrown by. Some people didn't in, interpret it the way that I was kind of putting it out there. But um, the conversation we're going to have is um, if romantic relationships are necessary for a person to be truly or completely happy. And when I say romantic relationship, I don't mean that he is romantic. He buys flowers. Y'all have candlelight dinner. That's not what I meant by romantic. I meant that you guys are not, because people like to play with you on Facebook. Like, what, what do you mean relationships? I got relationships with everybody. No, I mean where maybe you're exclusive, maybe very um, intimate relationships that you and the other person are are involved with each other. That's what I mean by romantic relationship. Um, I just don't mean you and the mechanic who fixes your car and then you give him a tune-up and y'all good. That's that's not what I mean. I mean Ooh, give him a tune-up. <laughs> I mean, I'm a tune-up. Genuine commitment. So we're discussing whether or not um, having some type of a committed relationship, maybe that's what I should say, um, is that necessary for, for people to be completely happy? For someone to say, I am completely happy, must that include being committed to someone? That was the question. <clears throat> what y'all got over there? What y'all got over there? I, so I'm, I'm going to start a whole, a whole new, let me start a whole new feed on this one. And then we can discuss it because I, I want to leave her interview separate from um, our general discussion. Um, Ryan, I know you don't always have access to stuff right then, but we have um, 
the question posted, and it's like a whole bunch of comments. It's like 25 or something comments under that one where people were like, hell no, you ain't got to have it. No, it was too many no's for me. And I felt some type of way because I'm a romantic and I think people need people. And and I believe it. So I saw those no's and I I felt like I had a whole bunch of rhymes on my on my page, I was like, oh, I have, too. I have a lot of notes, too. I have a lot of notes, too. You have a lot of notes, too? hmm Yeah. I don't have as many notes as you do because I just went through and looked through yours, but I have notes. I have a couple of yeses, and then it depends on the person. But I think isn't romance a part of the relationship though? Like not necessarily for you to be happy. It's just that it's a part of it because other things can be brought with happiness, right? And and, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know. it's like it's like the world is changing on us. Things that used I to be, think, I, I agree with it. Whole change. I yeah, I think like things that used to seem like they meant a lot don't mean a lot anymore. Hmm. They don't like the like I'm a public display of affection person. Like I don't mind it, and where some people don't like it, right? Yeah, I like the fact that I like to hold hands and, you know, wrap my little arm around his little arm and just walk through. It's just, you know, I'm that person. Maybe sometimes I may not come off as that person. I'm and, you know, I think that's that. Like, I think, and I mean, I'm not saying in public displays of affection where it's, like, extreme and y'all almost, like, need a room. I'm not saying that. But I think Mm-mm. people are getting to a point where they are, like, not concerned they don't want you all on them because I might be missing the opportunity in public with you all on me where I could be making boogie out to somebody even though we're sitting here eating this piece of steak together or whatever. I might be looking at the waitress up and down. She might be passing me her number somewhere in the back. And with you all over me, that does not work for my things that I'm doing. Some people are taking, um, I think, committed. That part, I think that part of this is, is leaving. I think commitment is not as important anymore. Commitment to the point where that means that I have to exclude somebody else. I think that's becoming the thing that it cannot do. Hmm. In some aspects, probably. But if someone says to you, hey, you don't necessarily have to hide the fact that you looked at that girl's butt. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't necessarily have to hide it. Why can't we be in a relationship and say, "Boss, well, I know you looked at her, but hell, I looked at it too." Like you can't. <laughs> I'm glad you, you know you got to say <laughs> because that you don't be have to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to hide those things just because we have some public display of affection. And I'm with you. I'm not talking about that. God, just. Go home already and jump each other's bones. Like, right. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, that quick kiss and that 
holding his hands and you saying something in his in his ear and make him laugh a little bit, you know that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you're missing out on something because you did a little bit of that, then this might not be the situation you want to be in. Mhm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm so with you on that. Um. So that other guy that we work with, he's very very quiet over there, and we're talking about things that relate to him. He's not talking about. Ronnie, you have well, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm just sitting back listening. I'm, I'm listening to the tool you're taking and what you're saying, and, and some of the things that's being said I can agree with. Um, and, you know, I, I come from a different perspective, and I, I, I was sitting here thinking whether or not I'm willing to share it, you know, uh, in, in totality or, or part of it. But um, You should share it. You should just... You know, hey, be free, ass naked. Let's go. Well, if I was ass naked, anyway. Um, where I come from is that we losing our identity, and the the dominant society is is taking over more and more. So, what do I mean by that? I mean, if you go back and you look at the history of people, that there's a certain connectivity between man and woman that is a is a is a original force. Is is a law of complementarity? You need up to have down. You need hot to have cold. You need man and to have woman. You know what I mean? You need woman to have man. You. You got to have that completion, that complementarity to get to that next level. So now, does that mean that you married for somebody for 50 years and that person passes away and now you're alone, you're not a whole person? No, it doesn't mean that. You know what I'm saying? You can do it individually, but it's, it's so much sweeter and so much better when you do it with someone. So, I mean... I get it. It's just like with anything else. We're not teaching our children some of the things they need to learn because we're trying to adapt to this dominant society. We're not eating the way we're supposed to eat because we're trying to adapt to this society. We're not um, learning the way we're supposed to learn. Everything that you look at is affected because we're trying to integrate into a burning house. So, I mean, our, our, our relationships are just going to be a byproduct of that also. So you look and you see a woman talk about, I don't need no man for nothing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I can name several things you need a man for. You uh-uh. see a dude talk about, I don't need no chick because she want to do this, that, and the third. Yeah, well, maybe you need this, that, and the third in your life. So, I mean, I get it. But from where I'm coming from, it's just that we lose in touch with who we are. And we trying to, you know, be this entity that we're not. And and when you do that, you start losing things that's important to you. You start looking at $800 for a Versace shirt as opposed to, you know what I'm saying, spending it with your brother or your sister's clothing company. You want to go buy, you know what I'm saying, $500 pair of shoes as opposed to going and helping your brother and your sister grow their company. You want to go and have 17 
individual relationships as opposed to either having a, a, a monogamous or polygamous relationship where everybody knows everybody. So, I mean, it is what it is. The The faster that we get back to our original selves, the better we'll be. But I get it. Thank you, Ron. You did. I like how you took um, the scenic route, and that that makes a difference because people need examples. Um, thank you. So, so you are saying, um, or one of the things, because I know one of the questions we were talking about was the one that was on my Facebook. That's all. I got a lot of no to the question about our. Um, those relationships necessary in order for us to um, say that we have had complete happiness. But in that question, some things made me question. So, Ron, you you seem to be a different kind of a thinker. And so I'm going to ask you this question. Because someone responded with completely happy is an oxymoron. What's your take? Completely on? happy is. I mean, I mean, you can look at it from different perspectives. Completely happy meaning all of you are happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck happiness. We got things to do. We got things to accomplish. So I, I mean, I get it from that standpoint. But at the same time, isn't the goal to be? If not happy, then at ease with, you know what I'm saying, each part of your life. And, and, and when you're not at ease, you're at dis-ease. You know what I mean? So nobody wants a diseased part of their life, no matter what it is. So do you want to be at ease financially? Well, you can do that with a woman, you know what I'm saying, or with a partner, let's say that. Do you want to be at ease um, mentally? Well, you can do that when you're throwing ideas off of somebody else as opposed to just, you know what I'm saying, thinking for Dolo. Um, do you want to be at ease sexually? It's easier, you know what I'm saying, to do to do with her than it is to yak off in the shower. You know what I mean? So you can get at ease with a, a partner in every aspect of your life. Where So, I mean, happy may not be the word to use, but, you know what I'm saying, at ease, you know what I'm saying, peaceful, Whatever word you want to use, you can, you know, I mean, but for those who want to be different and be like, complete happiness is an oxymoron, I get that too, I guess, you know, because when you, when you out here struggling, you're not happy. And sometimes struggle is necessary to get to the next place. So I get that. Like, But you know uh, what, uh, I think it's, I think that, that we as a, I want to say evolving uh, society or, or changing or or an affected uh, society. I think that the, it's almost like we be are starting to become fascinated with negative energy. We're becoming fascinated with um, the, the the sad or or sorrow or pain or, and it's almost like we we want to sell in that word. Like that word, it's a like it's a bad thing to to use the word happy. You can't say happy. I, I and that, this is like 
it's almost like it is becoming an epidemic where anything that, like someone's saying that. If somebody's saying that to me, it bothers me on a level only because happiness is, is what happiness is to you. Happiness is whatever state that that is for you. Whatever you feel when you are, as you're saying, at ease, whatever your levels are that say, boom, this is my happy level, that's your thing. So why try to quantify it on a generic basis? You know, the question being posed is, is your level happiness? So whatever that is, whatever constitutes that, whatever you mix that up with and it gets you there, whatever your high is, that's your high. So when I was um, talking about See, that, the issue, people with that the, the issue with that is now you, you bring in another person into the equation. So now y'all have to find a common ground of happiness. You know what I mean? Because well, one is happy and one is not happy. But I'm just saying even in describing things, it's almost like people want you not to use the word happy to describe something. Find another well, you way know what to it is also? that feeling. Remember you were saying, just, you, you, you just said that people are infatuated with the negativity, and that's right. because they don't see the value in positivity. They don't recognize that all words and all thoughts have energy, each one of them. So when you're mm-hmm. letting off that negative energy, it's going to attract negative energy. When you're letting off that positive energy, it's going to attract positive energy. So, I mean, when they look, when somebody looks and they say, oh, that's bullshit, why you want to be happy and smiling all the time? Okay, but that positivity is infectious. You know what I mean? You can't just mm-hmm. be dwelling in the negativity and think good shit go happen to you. It don't work like that. You, at some point, you got to say, you know what, whether it looks bad or not, I'm going to keep my positive demeanor and, 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 and my happy demeanor, my pleasant demeanor, whatever it is. So, I mean, that's because we don't see the value in things. If you've seen the value in that person or the value in that, that, that mind state, then, then then you would hold on to it that much more and you wouldn't deal with the ratchetness. You wouldn't deal with the the bullshit that we got to deal with on a daily basis. You would be above that. I mean, think, think about it. And, and, I'm, and, and, you know, and I'm basing this, and I say people, and, and, I, and I have to be mindful that we exist on two different planes right now as a majority culture, I guess. Because we exist in our everyday lives, but we all kind of have an existence in our social media life. And sometimes those things are not the same. But it's like it, it just, just pay more attention as you kind of go into your social media and, and you're kind of looking at posts where people are saying something about how happy they are or how wonderful something was or how well they did at something. And it's almost undoubtedly that someone is going to come on that post and say, well, maybe you weren't that great, or, or maybe it's not that wonderful today, or, or today it's the most fucked up. And then it's almost like as soon as that comes, they can get their own group of people to 
go in on how a bad a day it is or how that wasn't that great of an opportunity or how that wasn't that great of an, a, a moment, you know, and it's like, but that's about perception. what is the fascination? What is the fascination not, with hating everything? See, all right, so if you've experienced more, sometimes you realize things ain't really what what you think it is. So I remember one time I had to be about maybe 14, 15 years old, and I had went up the block to the chicken spot and got a shrimp box. And I was like, yo, this shrimp is good. This shit is banging. I gave my, my man was like, yo, dog, let, me, let me taste one of those. So I gave him one. He's like, it's all right. And the reason he said it's all right because he had been to places where they cooked real fucking shrimp. <laughs> you know what I mean? It wasn't filled <laughs> with the bread and all that. So I was thinking that this was the bomb. I'm like, yo, this is good. Like, so what? They got some fries too. They got this watered down tartar sauce. This is the shit. But him having experienced more, he was like, nah, son, it ain't what you think it is. So sometimes that's what it is. Somebody going but on vacation. But so, so is it your place to tell me what is good to me is not good just because you have better than that's good to you? But is that saying that it's not good or that there's better out there, maybe you should get that better and it only costs $4 more? You know what I mean? Or, like, is better, or is better what's good to you? Because I, here, here's the bottom line. It's all subjective. And that was my whole thing. It's subjective. How does that shit apply to you? Because because here's, here's the opposite of that. I know a lady. She's an older lady. But um, something about the freshness of seafood <clears throat> that triggers her. And I don't know if it's an allergy or um, so. You got jokes? You got jokes? I'm telling the truth. So, um, her, so certain very fresh, like if you, you catch fish and you fry it and she can't have it, it's too fresh. Now, if you catch the fish and you freeze it a few days, she can stomach it. It's, and I mean, and this is just her personal experience with seafood, but so, so the fresher the seafood, not the better for her. Particularly, so that that's why it's subjective. Because for somebody, they want it right out the water in a skillet in their mouth, and for her, it has to to sit in the freezer for a little bit, not be the freshest, and then she can stomach it. So I mean, but that's her. That's what makes her happy. That's where she is able to enjoy it. So again, it's subjective, and I, I think that's the biggest deal is we have to start to see the difference in being moral and being being assholes. All right, so what's let me ask you this. What needs to be needs to be what's happening to everybody. Like no, but don't don't try to yep. impress your likes upon me. I don't know. And, it's and, a balance. And, and, no, and that's okay. right. That, that 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 that's definitely that there's definitely a place for that. There's definitely a place for you know live and let live, unless it affects your life. I, I mean, and there's a balance. Later, yeah, there's a balance. Later in the office, I'm gonna let you know the rest of that um that line. But um, but yeah, live and let live unless it affects your life, definitely. But also at the same time, sometimes people need to you know have a a a a 
something clarified to them. So you ever see somebody drink a soda like, oh, this soda is delicious. Oh, this is this is great. Not knowing that everything in that soda is actually killing your body. You know what I mean? So sometimes you don't know no better. The things that you want is actually killing you. So is it my place to tell you, you know what, you shouldn't be drinking that soda? It depends on our relationship. It depends on how receptive you are. Depends on whether or not you have diabetes. You know what I mean? It, 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 these things it depends. So, like you said, it's subjective. Like I was saying, it's about your perspective. So, yes, all of that takes into account whether or not you say something. The thing about social media is that you may not know this person to have those legs. You're just saying something to somebody who y'all like each other's comments, and now you want to come out your face and you know what I'm saying and say something to me, and you don't know the backstory. So that's where the, that that whole social media thing comes in. But in real life, if you know the person's backstory, if you know what it is and you have that rapport with them, then sometimes it's like, yeah, you need to say something. We got you, um, Ron. The way you said yeah. that, what you trying to say? I mean, I don't know. You might not have liked the facial expression I made when I said it too, but you you don't know what I did, so oh well. Um, I'm saying though, was that about soda? You like drinking soda or something like that? No, actually, I have a nice bottle of water that I'm drinking. So exactly. no. So what was the saying, face about? I don't understand. What was the face about? The face was about you always trying to have an answer. That goes back to the opposite of what I'm saying, and the more times that you can be opposite of me, the happier you are. That's what that is so about. You're not listening to me because I acknowledge that what you said has its place. I acknowledge that before I even started. Yeah, you want to so, yeah. put what I said over as a sidebar where your shit is center stage. That's what that's what I'm talking about. But it's okay. I mean, whatever. Well, no, that's not. That's not my intent, and if that's what you're getting from that, then you need to go back into your little cubby hole and suck your thumb and put your girl, big girl panties on and realize that it ain't personal. Maybe that's what you need to do, Missy. Oh, it's beyond personal. It's personal every time the music plays and we say, let's go. It's personal. Everything's personal. All right. Why you don't do your mods like that. You don't do your mods like that. You love only mods and everything. She's always right, but when it comes to me, it's like, what did she say? One plus one is two. Oh, hell no. Let me tell her that's wrong. Go back to the pyramids and look in the walls. They didn't even make number ones like that. Then I'm just wrong all the way back to Egypt. That's how That's how you do me. All right. First of all, first of all, I don't like the fact that you're trying to insinuate some shit about me, and I'm going to try to take it back to Egypt. I don't necessarily appreciate that. What you trying to say? I'm one of them hotel motherfuckers. <laughs> Oh, is this where I was supposed to insert my answer? You know what, Imaj, please say something and, and, and um break this up because I'm about to I'm, I'm about to tell her about herself. Oh no! Please don't tell her about herself. Please don't do it. No, not today. No, don't do it. Imaj, do you think I, that, that I'd be trying to minimize what Ms. Moore books want to give us a, a, a secondary perspective? I don't think that you try to minimize what she says. I think that your range of thinking is different and that's why you're here. And we all have different perspectives of what could be. 
so I don't I don't think she's trying to discredit you or make you feel bad or minimize <laughs> what you're trying to say or do. <laughs> Thank you. That's why I fuck with you, Amash, because you see what I'm saying. This one over there, she and her emotions and shit, a, making faces on Facebook person. Live. Um, this yeah, point, I, I would like to insert. I would like to insert in this very moment, so it does not pass. That here, Amash has entered the conversation, made one statement, and then Hotel. I mean, Ron has immediately agreed with that. I just like to insert that. Okay, Clay, you can go on. Go, you go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm a very neutral person. Y'all know I'm the neutral zone, so I'm not on anybody's side. I just you no know, no no. I would never blame you for any of this. I just wanted to make a point that Ron okay. is Ron, and it is what it is. I but back to being happy. I think that you create your own happy. What makes you happy is not going to make John happy. That's the way I look at it. So, like, and that was like that Ron was talking about too, the food. Imaj, that was good. That was that dude's name. Did you see that? His name was John. Mm, mm, mm. I ain't even read it. It was good. But, um, like, the other day, like, I like Japanese food. I know other people don't like Japanese food. I like sushi. Anybody else to get excited about it like I get excited about it. So, yeah, like I did post, I post what I had the other day on my page. I was like, oh, I'm so super excited about to eat this. And one of my friends was right, that's disgusting. So you're happy, ain't my happy. So that's what These are your friends, right? These are your hmm? friends, right? These are like your friends like, that know you, right? Like one of my best friends, she was like, that's so disgusting. And every time she does then, it, I'm like, like been, but it's good. And you've been eating Japanese food, like, a while, and she knows that, right? Mm-hmm. So she should have been over there, right? She should have been excited that I finally had went to a place where I really got some good sushi at. Oh, God, that's so disgusting. I'm not, I would never try that. That's fine. That means I ain't got to and I, it. And I do. I feel like I, feel like I don't want to try it. I don't feel like I don't want any. But I don't want to just be like, I don't even ask it. I mean, if I mean, somebody's been my friend long enough, I just, I feel like we are obsessed with with um making people, I don't even know what to call it. Like, I just think the negative is such a fascination now. Um, and, and simply, I, I, I do think that. Social media has played a point in making it more desired. I think we've always been interested in stuff like that, but I think that because you can post it and you can share it and all of that, I think it's become something that people are more obsessed with doing. And because I, I mean, and I'm telling you that this is all sparked from the conversation or the the post when I asked, you know. Are they necessary for happiness? And then the the side bar conversation kind of became, well, what is happiness? And it's like, this is what we're going. We're going to go start this whole theoretical conversation of what happiness is. Like happiness is whatever it is to you. But then it's like somebody follows up with that, and then somebody follows up with well, whatever that is. Like, 
It's whatever you say it is, but is it your, what is your key to your happiness? That's what the hell I'm asking you. If you can't identify what your happiness is, then how the hell are you going to get it? If you don't even know what happy is for you, shit, then you're not going to never get it. I'm sorry. I had a moment. Sorry. Thought I was talking to Ron. <sighs> That's terrible. That's terrible. Why would they be talking to me? I mean, but, I'm see, again, I get it because during, during the winter, you got some men and some women that, Happiness for them is sitting down on a Sunday afternoon and watching football, and that's happiness for them. And that's happiness to me. I, and and that's why I said woman too, right? Because I know who I'm talking to. So and then but can then you, you have, see Imaj in a relationship with somebody whose same level of happiness is that we sit our ass right here in front of this TV and we watch this football every Sunday? Like we got the same standard of happiness. They could be together forever. Absolutely. I mean, if he did other stuff right. Right. He he can't have a peen anyway. Um, but then <laughs> you also realize <laughs> <laughs> you 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 also realize you have some people who are into their into their worship. So happiness for them is spending all day Sunday at church. Now, am I wrong? To tell you that you following a fake Christ, you know what I mean? Because you want to spend all day in church, and are you wrong for telling me that you playing yourself sitting down watching people who don't give a goddamn about you play a game all day? You know what I mean? Like both viewpoints can be valid. Come to that middle ground. It's like you know what? Long as you happy, I can be happy without you for this time frame. I go to church. You watch a game, and then at about 7.30, we'll go to somewhere and have something to eat. And we'll come back home and, and spend time together then. Or we'll spend time together on Saturday. Or we'll, we have all week, but this time is your time. This time is my time. But I, I think what it also comes to is people nowadays are not to express themselves. So when somebody says something like sushi is nasty, well, why is it nasty? Just because. See, that's some stupid shit right there, just because. But if you say, because I don't like the texture of slipperiness in my mouth. Wait, that sounded well, kind of we crazy. know that's a lie, right, Ron? We know oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. right? oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Or, or <laughs> somebody, well, I'm allergic to seafood. Or I don't eat white rice. You know what I mean? All right, well, then that gives me a little more understanding of why you wouldn't like sushi. But um, if to just say just cause without giving any any reasoning, that kind of frustrates people. I know that frustrates me. But somebody say I don't eat that. Why? Cause. What the fuck you mean cause? We ain't cousins. So <laughs> I, I, I mean, if we if we were able to express ourselves a little better, then you know we we can explain to someone why we feel the way we feel, and and we can get over that shit. Thank you. No, don't thank I you. Agree. You're probably making faces now, too. So, like, there's a lot of black going on. There's probably pressure. You okay? Sound like you oh, have a gremlin coming out of you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that answer. There were some things you said that I could agree with. So, I just, I don't know. I was getting fixated on that because that little sidebar conversation is like, mm, you know what makes you happy. You know what happy is to you, your standard of happiness. In that equation, does that have any 
or does that contain anywhere in there your need for some companionship that is exclusive to you? So then I had to go back and I posted a different question because I said, hey, let's roll the dice and see if I can make any more damn sense in the next time I ask a question. So the question I asked was, is a single person experiencing life to the fullest if he or she chooses never to be exclusively involved with anyone. So if a single person does not choose to be exclusive with one person as their interest, um, is that their fullest life? None of these answers were a little bit more um, connected to the relevant and so I'm going to share some of those. But I, I do want to, I do want to tell you what people said. And I don't know how many of these people are like married or not. But so, so Bethany said, yes, you can be single and not want to be exclusive with anyone and have to be fullest life. Um, See, now that comes from perspective because some people would say that you can't live your fullest life unless you have children, unless you, you know, have procreated and to see the joy of parenthood. Some some people would say that. One would say that. So Somebody that told instance, you that just a couple months ago. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, hey, you two. Hey, 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 no fighting. No, no, no. You see how she do that to me and my husband? You see how she do that to me? She come out to blue and she try to give me a back slap, you know, for no reason. No reason. You're so sensitive. You're so sensitive. I don't know why you're so sensitive. Okay, so then um, Adele, who actually is married, said depending on what person wants in life, they could definitely be living their life to the fullest. And then, of course, because she's Adele, she says, or not. So she didn't answer the question. <laughs> I think, you know, since I'm a single person, I can, I can answer for single people. Um, right. I don't think just because I live my life the way I want to doesn't mean that I just don't, I don't believe in having something exclusive at some point in life. This is right now I'm single. Right. And I'm enjoying life and don't have that, I guess with that whole commitment thing, like I'm not tied down to just one thing. I could have extra things. I could be myself. When somebody understands I'm myself, then hey, maybe we'll settle down and we'll be ourselves together. But um, other than that, I think I'm okay. I, now I, you know okay. what? Now, wait, what? I'm now you share this one with, with, with you guys after her, her saying that. I want to share what Malone said. Malone said, it can't be too full if it only is focused on one side, single side. If uh, the person was married, then single, wait a minute, I may agree. Oh, if a person was married and then single, I may agree. But if you've never been married, how can it be to the that was the question. Okay, so as a married person, are you telling me that 
I don't know what true happiness is just because I'm worried about one person. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. No. Ooh, like, I like it. Like, that's, that's like me. That's like me trying to give advice to a married person. I ain't never been married. You've been single before, yes, but now you're married. You don't know what single life is like now. You don't know that dating out here in this world is some bullshit. So, <laughs> so <laughs> when you're not single anymore and you're back out here and you're thrusting this shallow-ass pool that has leaves and shit in it, <laughs> and you try to figure I'm out done. why this book, <laughs> why this book <laughs> hanging out in the pool, like, <laughs> that's when you talk to me. Like, I can't stand I for, <laughs> I really can't stand for, a, like, a married person to try to tell a single person about their life. Same shit you can tell me about the yeah. life that I'm living at this point because you're not living it. But all right, so now, being an authoress and a poetess, y'all understand that words have meanings. So now, happy <laughs> is one thing, but we also realize that there's something called happy earth. So, <laughs> just because you're living a life that's happy, that's not the end result. You know what I mean? There is happy earth. There is more happy. You know what I mean? So you can live a happy life and not be totally fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? If 100% is totally fulfilled, uh, 77% is happy. Okay, I can deal with that. So being happy is one thing. But to be totally fulfilled is something else. So I don't know that you can't be totally fulfilled as a, as a single entity. I don't know that. But I know they tell me no man is an island. I know that. I know that, you know, the way Who that... Who told you that shit? Yeah. Who told you that shit? The same people told you it was a Santa Claus? You don't even know where these <laughs> things come from. And you banking your whole... It's a song Life tells me that. that. we used to sing in chorus in the seventh grade. I mean, <laughs> no man is an island. Everybody is interconnected with, you know what I'm saying, with everybody. So to think that you can live out here you, by so yourself... You're telling me that if you got stranded on an island and you can never get off, you are not an island? You are a damn island. No, you are not an island. You want to know why you're not an island? Because you got memories and you got people who are worried about you and somebody's back but on the mainland. But can't nobody not get eating. to you. Islands but exist and you can put a name on that there, damn island, but it is still not attached to the continent. That shit's just still out there by itself. you're not physically there with somebody don't mean you're not attached to them. Just because but someone that is not does your mean that you are not physically you there with them. So, therefore, you are physically an island. You might not be an island emotionally. You might not be an island mentally. But your ass is physically an island because can't nobody Did I you. ever say the word physical? Did I ever say the word physical? Well, then you shut your goddamn mouth <laughs> I guess he tried to tell you, girl. That took, I mean, funny. it took a minute to massage that one real good to get that eruption out of him. That was good. You sure shut it up. Talking that yakety yak. It took a minute. It took a minute. You, you actually were being nice. You let me have a little leeway. You gave me too much rope. Thank you. Know you there. Thank I was you quiet. There. I'm sitting here holding the phone like, is she going to, did she just, this mother? No doubt. <laughs> Woo. All right, here we go. 
So it's a it's it's interesting conversation, and we didn't resolve anything, and we kind of left the topic a little bit, but it's okay because now it is time to say goodnight, and um, it's time to be going to bed and stuff. So before we go, before we go, and I know we didn't come to a resolution, but let me throw this out there. All right, so you with someone, and it's the wrong someone, right? And then you say to yourself, right. So then you say to yourself, well, I'm not happy with this someone, so I want to be without this person. So now you're not with that person, and you're better off. Okay. Now, does that mean that you're happy, or does that mean you're just without the bullshit? You know what I mean. So, if, and, and and if you could find someone, or at least you know what I'm saying, someone who compliments you, would that make you happier? So. Yes, you can be single, or, or, or excuse me, not yes, but can you be single and be happy just because you've removed the bullshit? That takes, does that take away the, 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 the whole possibility of having someone who doesn't have them same flaws, doesn't have them same afflictions and stumbling blocks? What kind of happiness does that bring into your life? So, I mean, that's just something we should look at maybe and stop judging happiness on the bad things that you don't have to deal with. I don't got to deal with this motherfucker's stink feet. I don't got to deal with this motherfucker <laughs> coming talking about you ain't nothing to eat on the stove when I when, when he come home. Yeah, so that makes you happy to not have to cook and to have, you know, a potpourri smell in your house when you get there. That that, that makes you happy. But, you know, the, uh, uh. the other side of that is somebody who will rub your feet and somebody who'll cook you dinner. You know what I mean? So, I mean, we got to look at it from different perspectives and not, like you were saying earlier, just the negative. Thank you for that. You are, you know, it's it's something about the magic that you have when you get the mic, magic mic. We'll call you magic mic. No, you're not going to call me magic mic, and if you do, you won't get an answer. How about that? What did you say, Mike? Did you yeah, say something, Mike? <laughs> that is so magical. <laughs> he said, "My mama, don't talk about my mama. She's not here today." All right. Um. All right. So, with Magic Mike having the last moment, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap up the show. Um, kind of like he to wrap like up you. his show. He had to wrap his show up, but he didn't. So he got that spread. <laughs> you see this, Samaj? You see this? She she couldn't let the show in without taking a jab. She couldn't do it. That's that bust that she'd be rolling over people with. <laughs> Ron, if I hadn't have done it, you would have gotten me. Okay, so there you go. Magic mic, quit crying. Hold your mic. Okay, so basically, I just want to say stop trying to... um. Destroy happiness for people, whatever that shit is for them. You don't know how many times in a day I, I look at somebody's post and they say something that's, that I don't agree with or that, that's not cool to me, and I just roll past that mother because it don't do nothing to – I could stop and be like, hear all the facts why what you said is wrong, but why? If they want to stand over there and be in that pool of their own – 
ignorance. Ignorance. Don't be mm-hmm. there for me. If they're not hurting you, unless they are the ones that get to make the decisions that directly affect me, go on over there and be ignorant. I don't care. Because you're happy. People are find so much bliss in ignorance. It, it happens. Now, when your ignorance could be threatening to my existence, I'm going to give you a book. <laughs> like, you read this, this paragraph right here. Okay, don't do that. But until then, if you happy, I'm happy you happy. So that's how I see it. Let people have their own happiness. And if people can make arrangements where they can get their needs met, and maybe the mechanic, he, he, he um, turns a couple of screws, and in turn we screw, I mean, let them have that happiness. That's their thing. They got it worked out. And maybe what is a relationship to me is not a relationship to you. And those standards are set by those people that are participating within it. So I'm trying to force people to do what you do. Some of the stuff you do is dumb. Nobody should be doing it. Your ass shouldn't be doing it either. So those are some of the things that I was thinking about, like the situation and the, the questions that we posed tonight and the things that we tackled. So go ahead and uh, leave us your opinion. The question is still posted. If you want to jump back over there on Facebook post and say, well, Shamal, you got on my nerves because it's my answer to your question. Yes, because you do get on no. people's nerves with this long-ass wrap-up. We're supposed to be off the air 15 hours ago going on about, oh, my bad, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, is this the guy that doesn't show up for work until two hours later talking shit? Shut up. You owe us. Anyway. I don't owe you anyway. nothing. Go Last time yeah, I got a paycheck, it'll be the first time I got a paycheck. Feel free to comment on the post. <laughs> it's still posted. And then it's the same siren sacker that's going to to put in for overtime for these few minutes over. And he was late. That's the kind of shit. Okay, okay, okay. He just made up his time. Now, now let's give the, 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 the people a little insight. Amaj already let us know that she's, you know, talking from a single perspective. Um, I'm talking from a not single perspective. Which perspective are you speaking from, Ms. More Books? My own, and don't get in my damn business, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, back I mean, to the regularly scheduled program. Are, Good night, are, 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 are you happily? Are, are you happily? You know what I'm saying? Engaged in your relationship, or are you a single woman that's that's that, 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 you know jaded and 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 hostile? Which one is it? Mm-mm. You know question. where you can get that answer? You know where you can get that answer? You ready? Ask your mama. <laughs> Good night, everybody. See you next week. <laughs> With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.